Welcome back to another episode of Trading Secrets. I can barely talk because I am doing this right here, right now, live, coming from Encore to the rewired headquarters in a Chevy Suburban, watching the miserable Kansas City Chiefs win again. I'm jealous. I'm envious. I hate them, but I respect them. Congratulations to all the Kansas City fans, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes. Y'all are icons. One day, baby, one day. Well, let's talk about our guest today. It is going to be Angelina from Jersey Shore. This one is a wild one, so buckle up because, like she says, she is lightning in a bottle. And let me tell you, she is lightning in a bottle. Here's a little trading secret for you. This past week, Thursday, I played in a celebrity sweat game. Paulie D was on the other team. They actually filmed part of an episode of Jersey Shore at the game, and the whole Jersey Shore cast was there and... I don't know what happened, but after it, they came to me and I had to sign some sort of release to be on the show. So I don't know. You guys will have to stay tuned for that. But this episode is going to be one you can't afford to miss. Now, if you haven't grabbed a copy of Talk Money to me, make sure you grab a copy right now. We are about to announce our tour. It will be eight stops and a massive title sponsor. So that is coming soon. I'm going to give you one quick financial tip that is from Talk Money to me. We're going to go over the avalanche debt model. So there's the Dave Ramsey snowball model. I talk about that in the book. The avalanche debt model is take all your debt, put the balances out, then put all of the rates associated with your debt, your interest rates, and whichever is your highest interest rate, you are going to pay that off first. That is considered the avalanche model. You're not worried about the balance. You're worried about the interest rate. Okay. Go grab a copy of Talk Money to me. I'll teach you how to invest budget, save, learn how to build individual wealth. And if you're in a relationship, wealth with your partner as a unit. But that said, before we get into Angelina's episode with the Jersey Shore premiere coming this week, I got a car full of some beauties right here. I got John Gurney music. I got Evan Matthew Sard. I got Justin Glaze and Susie Evans. Guys, here we're going to do. I'm going to pass this phone around and I want you to give your high, high and your low, low from the last three days of Super Bowl. We're going to start with you, John Gurney Music. Your high, high, and your low, low. What do you got for all the trading secrets, buddy mafia listeners out there? Today, players' tailgate was blown away. Absolutely incredible. We had 17 Michelin star chefs, a bunch of NFL football players. Great day. Had a good time and a uh, good kickoff for the for the weekend here, send off. Yeah. And your low, low? Uh, probably tonight. I'm, I'm doing a full send. That's a little low. All right. Also, Johnny may or may not have written a song based on this weekend. So more to come on that. Just a little teaser. Evan, Matthew, Michael, Sar, give me your high, high and your low, low from Super Bowl weekend. Super Bowl weekend was when I, the high, high was when I touched down in Las Vegas. The minute I touched down. We got the call. Jason alluded to it a little bit earlier in this intro, but we locked in a massive title sponsor for the book tour. That's going to come soon, so stay tuned to hear that. The low low has been getting the two hours and 14 minutes average of sleep in the past four days, so we're going to have to work on that, but let's get one more night going. I don't know if I got one more night in me. I think I left it all out on the field, but now... You guys remember, you heard the best episode of Trading Secrets History with Justin Glaze and Susie Evans. Justin, give me the high and the low of Super Bowl weekend. What do you got? Man, high, high has got to be live painting at the player's tailgate today. 
Had a blast. Shout out to you guys for hooking that up. Low low is that this is my last night with you guys. Just kidding. I don't fuck with you guys. Oh, I don't like you guys that much. Sorry. Oh, you can swear on this podcast. Okay. Yeah, no, I love you guys. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, thank you for that. That's a high, high, low, low. Justin is going. You guys have seen Justin paint. I think you're going to see a whole different side of his career. And and you sold that painting for over almost a couple grand. Yeah. Yeah. We talked money here. $1,750. That's right. And that is going to be the cheapest painting you ever sell. Susie, high, high, and low, low. Okay. My high would be probably just spending time with amazing people this weekend. And then my low would have to be the nap I took during the third quarter of the Super Bowl today. <laughs> but I do feel a lot better. So maybe it wasn't such a low. Oh, that is awesome. We are trading all secrets here. Finance, life, personal and professional. This Uber driver is unbelievable. But let me tell you what's even better. This episode with Angelina. So let's ring in the bell with the one and only Angelina from Jersey Shore. Welcome back to another episode of Trading Secrets. Today, I'm joined by reality TV personality that you all know from MTV's Jersey Shore, Angelina Pavarnik, but soon to be Angelina Conti. We will talk about that. Angelina joined the cast of the hit reality show back in 2009 for the first two seasons of the show and since returned to the franchise spinoff Jersey Shore Family Reunion for the past six seasons. Although Angelina and the cast of the show received some critiques from media outlets everywhere, the group became a pop culture phenomenon with people across the country. In fact, the show gained recognition internationally so much that 10 other countries, that's insane, 10 other countries created their own version of the show. Over the years, Angelina has capitalized off of her success from the show with various brand deals, making appearances on other reality shows, and even pulling out her entrepreneurial skills by creating her own false eyelash company. But today, we are going to discuss everything and anything, Jersey Shore, all the stops in between and everything else. Angelina, thank you so much for being on Trading Secrets. Thank you for having me. You know what? It was it was tough to track you down. We actually had a schedule before. This is our second attempt here. This is the you second attempt. You are a busy girl with a lot going on. You are too, so I'm yes. glad that we actually got to finally You think I'm a busy this. girl with a lot going well, on? Well, guy. <laughs> <laughs> but we're both so busy, and last time, I'm so sorry about that. Oh, there's nothing to be sorry about. I'm, I'm just happy, happy we're I'm here. here. Yes. I'm happy we're you're here. We're here now and we're doing it. But you got a lot going on. Let's actually kick off with some of the stuff that's happened recently. Yeah. I talked about it in the intro. So Angelina Pavarnik, Angelina Conti. And there's discussions about the fact that through a DNA test, you had found out that for 37 years, you had thought mm-hmm. that your father was someone who it isn't. Tell us a little bit just about that. So I was lied to. For 37 years, I felt different than my two sisters, the way that my father would treat me. It was just very apparent that something was wrong. Yeah. And my friend bought me a DNA test for a gift. I think it was for Christmas. For what reason? I don't know. She just gives that to people. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> so like, yeah. I listen, it came in handy though. So the, the craziest, freakiest thing about all this is that I sent it out. It never made it to the lab. Now I was married at the time. Okay. It's like God didn't want it to get there at that time because I was still married going through my shit. Okay. And then I had contacted the the company to give me a replacement. They sent it to my house and I moved to another house in the midst of going through a divorce and everything. And I put it in a drawer. But every time I would open that drawer, I would just like keep looking at me and looking at me. It was like, take it take it. And I'm like, 
I fucking probably won't even get there anyway. Am I allowed to curse on this thing? No, you curse his way. <laughs> okay. I didn't know. So I'm like, it's probably not going to get there again. So like, I was kind of discouraged, but I did sure. it. I took it. All of a sudden at five something in the morning, I get like a ding on my phone and my sister, Alyssa gets up for the gym at six in the morning. So I told her to open it up because she wasn't on my family tree. Yeah. She decides to log back into it. It says half sister. Oh. She had no clue. And then I have another sister. She had no clue either. My mother still hasn't spoken to me. I don't know why. She's Since acting you like- took the test? Yeah. She won't speak to me. She's like hiding from me. She's putting on Facebook that the truth will come out. What truth? Like the truth is, is that you lied to me. Yeah. For what reason? I don't know. Mm. I mean, my father was in jail when I was born. Well, the father I thought was my father. And I think that in 1986, back in the day, you can get out of jail quicker if you had a child. Okay. So I was basically used. Oh my gosh. I was 18 I, months old when he found out about me. I am so sorry. Yeah. And the reason I kicked off with that, because of course everyone knows business career navigation podcast, but the reason I kicked off with this is because a theme in your life is, especially lately, is you've had to have these setbacks, but these setbacks, you're still progressing at a fast pe speed with your career. How did something like this impact just your overall disposition with work and finances and money? How does it connect or does it not? It definitely connects. And it set me back so much. Like I was in a deep, I still kind of am a little yeah. bit depressed a little bit. Um, but I, at that point, I was in a very deep depression mm -hmm. and like I wouldn't get out of bed. And it was, it was hard. It was, it, it definitely, it's, it still takes a toll on me. I mean, to figure that out, after 37 years yeah, and then like not have anybody come to me and say, Hey, listen, this is why I did this. Yeah. Or like, this is why this happened. And like blaming me for wanting to find out who my real my biological father is. Yeah. Like my two sisters are mad at me, like yeah. for wanting to meet my sister That's... and wanting to get to know my other sister. Cause I have a 26 year old sister. Wild. Absolutely. Wild. And I have to imagine with that type of storyline, TV's got to be wanting a piece of this. So it does have to connect with work in some capacity, I would oh, assume. Yeah. We've yeah. been filming stuff like this. Okay, yeah. so a more to come on, on all that. this stuff. Okay, yeah. talk to me about your father. Did Have you met your father, Mr. Conti? Uh, yeah, I have actually. Okay, and how was that, that interaction? <laughs> Why not? I just, I just didn't picture it that way. I just pictured it so different. They always say like a woman needs her father, yeah. right? In, in her life. Yeah. Because without a male figure growing up mm. as a kid. And I literally say this as a child, and my therapist, cause I go to a therapist. I think everybody should go to therapy. Yeah. I think it's great. I, so I totally believe in it. They always say you need your father. There's like a, a, a guy, like a, a man needs his mom mm -hmm. and his, and True. his father. We, we yeah. need both parents. Yeah. Basically. Like it, it would be great if we could all have both parents. Right. Right. But life doesn't work like that. Yeah. So you have to tune in for the new season like that's going to air soon because they actually like stopped it with me finding out because mm -hmm. we hired a genealogist. Okay. Mike and uh, Vinny hired her and she's amazing. She's like, I never, I never not hit. Like I find th these people and she worked with Oprah and all wow. this. So that's how the season finale ends is that we found your father. Interesting. You have a grandmother. She's 84 years old. You have a sister that's 26. When I heard about my sister, that's when I like, literally, it was like, like that's, I'm like going in tears right now because I was like, oh my God, like, like I have a younger sister. Like, like I could actually have a relationship with her. Sure. And then I found out 
about my aunt, which I met her first. She, amazing. She has like a million Yorkies too. She loves animals. I met my cousin. I have like, she adopted eight children. They're really nice people. Oh, as far as gosh. my father, I can't really say much, but. Okay. Well, it's, it's a long road. It's a long road. Yeah. Well, let's, let's take it back to some advice you give people back home that have personal struggles right now. You had a divorce. You had this. This is a lot to deal with, but you still have to film. You still have to do all your work it's and you still hard. and you have. What advice would you give for people back home that are struggling in their personal life, but have to keep moving forward with their career? You know, the producers are really amazing that work with me. They have been really pushing me like, Ange, like, let's come on, let's get it. Let's do yeah. it. Like, it's been so hard for me, yeah. like so hard yeah. because I, at one point I wasn't able to keep going because of the depression um, and the anxiety and all that. But I have to say like keeping good people around you is really mm -hmm. what matters. I have okay. to say, because uh, if you don't have good people around you, people that just want shit from you, it's not going to be good. Got it. Okay. All right. You Find don't want your to be support used, right? system. Like, right. You need a great exactly. Yeah. Have you think I had a question ready lined up, but you said something big. Do you think in your life you've been used? Do you feel like oh, that? hundred percent for, for money, fame? What do you tell me more? hundred percent. Really? I mean, us being in the situation that we're in and like where we are in life, I think. You have a target on your back kind of? Yes. Interesting. Do you believe that about yourself? I just don't trust anyone anymore, <laughs> which is an issue. I'm, this it is takes same for me. so much for it's me to trust someone, I think. It's very bad for me. Yeah. It's and, gotten worse. You've been at a much larger scale in many more years. So I can imagine the stories run far and deep. The stories are crazy. I could, I can go all day with them. Your, your head would spin. Okay. Maybe we'll have to do that next I, time back. Exactly. But like, until then, let's exactly. talk about this. You, did, you already mentioned it next season. You teased it. We found out last week that you guys got renewed for season seven of Jersey Shore Family Vacation. So tell me a little bit about that. Was there any hesitation that the season wouldn't get renewed? You knew no. for sure. We all knew for sure. How is that? Because <laughs> we're, listen, we're lightning in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like when you get us all together, I mean, this is what it is. Like you really can't capture that twice. I'm sorry to say it like, and I'm not trying to be cocky or whatever, yeah. but I really do believe we are lightning in a bottle. We, we always say it when you get us all in a room, magic happens. Yeah. And that's what produce, the producers say too. Yeah. I don't know what it is about us, but like me and Vinny's banter, like how yeah. we just go at each other. It just, it just comes like naturally. Yeah. We're family. We just go through it. And we literally have become a family after all these years. I so mean, it's been 14 years. And you guys have become a family and you've each become stars and massive successes in kind of your own right in different capacities. But there's also been different perceptions of like the hero and the villain. And I think if you I'm look at <laughs> if you look at the past six seasons, no. don't steal my my question. <laughs> you look at the past six seasons. You've gotten a little bit of, I won't say tough edit, but like kind of like a villain type character. Does that ever have you wondering if you should come back or do you just love being in that role? You know what? I have to say, I, I don't, I used to have a very bad villain edit years yeah, ago. Yeah. Like when social media wasn't around, wasn't yeah. when I wasn't able to tell my story. Yeah. But now Mike and I are like, like toe to toe, you know, both kind of the mm -hmm. villains of which whatever we just, it just happens. Yeah. I don't really, I don't consider myself a villain. I think a lot of people nowadays are 
like team Angelina, like, cause they see what I go through. Yeah. Like they understand where I'm coming from in a mm -hmm. lot of situations. And social media is like my platform to, if something is not the way I said something or whatever, not like that, but sure. I'll come out and say, Hey, listen, I'm upset about this. Yeah. And I want to speak to the fans about this. Yeah. You know, you could I, have your own direct communication without correct. any edits like, of your interpretation for context, yeah, right? Exactly. Do you think we have had CEOs, some of the largest agencies come on this show and they talk a little bit about what people would get paid based on how their social media is rated. For example, if you have like an R rated influencer, they're not going to get the largest ticket items from fortune 500 companies. But like if you have a G rated influencer, they will because there's less risk in working with them. I want to connect that to your world. Do you think being a villain, even though you've like kind of changed the, the tune, do you think that helps or hurts how much you get compensated? Well, I have to say I started DJing and I always, I've always wanted to do that. Not saying it's hard to get booked, but it's hard to take off. You know okay. what I'm saying? And I think it's because a lot of people are like, is she reliable? You know, and I think they look at being the villain on a reality show as, is she reliable? Will she show up? Yeah, yeah. Is she going to do the damn thing? Sure. Like, you know, and that's the only thing I have to say about that. Okay. But I don't mind it being on the show in that case okay. because we're doing amazing and we're making, we're making money. We're making amazing television. Yeah. And I like to like stir the pot a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and Mike does too, and he knows it. And we just, we just know what the fuck to do. I don't know. Whatever you're doing, it's working. And you know what? It is Just working. keep doing what you're doing. Well, you got renewed for season seven. Everyone stay tuned to that. You already got a little bit of tease of what's coming. And for all my MTV producers listening to this, we are going to be very, very sympathetic to the contract. So I'm going to be very careful with my questions here. Yes, Okay, please. so all my MTV guys back. Back there, yes. I promise we are going to behave. Let's roll it back though. Before season one of Jersey Shore, which obviously changed your life, what were you doing for work? So I worked at a dental office and I was a dental assistant and I was a bartender. On Interesting. The I'm having a tough time picturing you as a dental assistant. I was know. your dream to and be I like a so hygienist? Good. What was your career dream before Jersey Shore came? I just wanted to just just work at a dental office. And I got hired and I, I was his right-hand man and oh. I was amazing at my job. How like, old were you when you got that job? I think I was. So I, so wait, it's funny. I went, I did Jersey Shore. Yep. I left on my own and then I went back to dental assisting. Interesting. So they're like, so like the show's airing and they're like, wait, what the fuck? This girl's like in our office and like, she's like famous now. Like, cause the show beat like blew up. Why is this chick from Jersey Shore flossing <laughs> They were my like, teeth this right girl now. literally suctioning my mouth. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. Unbelievable. Let's, we talk money here and I know we can go here with this. Dental hygienist, how much do you make? I think I could have made more, but I think I was making a decent amount because I was his right hand man. Like, like 40K girl. a year type thing? Something like that. Okay. So from, you go with my age, I think it was all right, right? Yeah. That's, that's great. It's not them from, you know. But you go to then become like a star. And, yeah. Right? Season one, you guys blow the hell up. Mm -hmm. I know we can't get into specific dollars, but is it fair to say you're making a lot more on season one of Jersey Shore, even without it being established than a hygienist or no? Mm -hmm. No. Season one, we really didn't make money and everybody knows that. So that's... Because <laughs> we, we all said that. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm allowed to say So you're that. not breaking any news here. Okay. No. So that's why you went back to being a hygienist. Well, I went back for season two and then that's when I left again. So I left, the, I left twice. Yeah. 
And, so, and for any misconceptions out there, you were never let go. You no, left. They didn't want me to leave. Okay. They, they like begged me to stay. So why? You were a hygienist. You got MTV at your front door. You're crushing it. Your career could take off in a direction you oh, maybe no. never saw possible. Why do you leave that? Over a guy. <laughs> okay. Got it. Stupid me. This is why you don't ever do that for a relationship. So the, the guy wanted you to leave. He was very mad about me living in a house with other men. Understood. And do you have any regret about that decision? Hell yeah. Am I with that guy anymore? No, he's like married with like 25 kids in like Long Island somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I was the beetle that left. Got literally. It. Okay. Like literally. And everyone says it and I say it myself. I was the beetle that left. And it sucks because I did lose out on millions. You lost out on millions from leaving, eh? Yeah. Okay. And they didn't want me to go. She said, yeah. don't go. All right. I always try and give advice for the people that are listening. Right now, someone's listening. Their significant other is trying to steer their career, maybe for insecurities or things like that. What advice do you give them? What do they do? Hell no. Do not listen to them. Like literally, if you have kids and you're married, I mean, it's like a little bit harder, but I feel like everyone should be supportive of each other, mm -hmm. like what they want to do in their lives. Yeah. And I've run into a lot of that. Like we're like, the guy is like, I'm so supportive, comes on the show and then like is pissed off that like I'm on the show and like doesn't want me to do it anymore. Yeah. And it's, it's just been, it's just a, a crazy like fuckery. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, wait, what? And like, you're on the show too. Like, why are you mad? But I should have never left. And I would definitely give this type of advice. Don't ever like steer away from what you want to do in your life. Understood. Run your direction, run it the way you want. Find you a partner. Your life. You have one life to live. You. you only have one life. Yeah. And it goes quick, huh? Literally. It goes so quick. So fast. All right. But then you rejoin season two. So you go from hygienist to season one, back to hygienist, you rejoined season two. What made you rejoin? It blew up. It's okay. <laughs> so you're like, I better, I better jump on this train because it's moving and There was fast. like money involved this time. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right. And I miss, you know, the cast. I, I like, I wanted to see if we were going to be okay. Cause I think they were a little bit upset with me that I left, which is understandable because they didn't want me to leave. And yeah. I wanted the whole thing again with them. So I went to Miami and I filmed literally the whole, almost the whole time. I left one week shy okay. of rapping. Interesting. Why? 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 At the same time. <laughs> but why? Because I'm an idiot. Was it another guy? No, it was because I was young and stupid and I wasn't getting <laughs> along with Mike. Okay. I say this to his face and all the time and I had to leave. It was too much for me. Okay. It was, he was going through his stuff. Yeah. Do you, when you, a lot. when you leave and you didn't finish the job, do you still get paid? I basically lost out on a car. <laughs> so okay. like, yeah. Okay. Um, so you get paid, but you lost out on the car. Yeah. For those, okay. for the episodes I wasn't in, you don't okay. get paid for that. Got it. And why did you leave the second time? I have to say Mike and a couple of things happening in the house. And it was not about another guy. It wasn't about a guy. Yeah. What type of work did you go to after you left the second Bartending time? Bartending and dental assisting again. Okay. <laughs> I also read that there was EMT work in your world. Yes. That okay. came later on though. That came later on. Yeah. You have a wild resume, yes, Angelina. I do. A wild, wild I resume. Took a, I took a hiatus, you know, because the show also took a hiatus. Yeah. So it the did. show went off the air for a while yeah. after season six. Okay. Now we're like, look at us right now. Family vacation is going to seven. So now we're already surpassing 
you're surpassing what you were doing then. No, like Jersey Shore. Yeah, correct. The yeah, original yeah. show. The yeah. original. But How so, crazy. So season one, you go on, you come off. Season two, you go on and you're off. <laughs> Do you get asked back for season, any other seasons? Do you go on no, another? No, because Dina replaced me. Okay. So Dina replaces you. Yeah. You don't go on any other seasons. You're watching them go to the moon. I actually showed up to a, a, a club one night when they were there. And yeah. I was like, hey, what's up, guys? Unbelievable. <laughs> I, was, I was like so mad that I did this again. I yeah. was like, idiot. But you're seeing them make as much money as they are. And now you're bartending. What I, was that like for you, career and financially? So hard. So hard for me to watch that. Literally, like the beetle that left. Like, were they open about talking about their finances? Like, were you still friends with them or no? They cut me off. They cut you off. Yeah. Why? Because you just weren't part of the cool club anymore. They said I talk shit. Like you know, it was just like, <laughs> just it was just like he said, she said. I'm just like whatever. And we lost touch for a long time. And uh, that's why when I got the chance to come back for a family vacation, they said to me, do you want the good news or bad news? And I was like, give me the bad news. They're like, we don't want to pay you. I'm like, I, I'm allowed to say this because yeah. this was my journey, okay. like this part. Yeah. I said, what's the good news? They're like, we want to see how you do. Okay. I was like, all right, let me think about it. So I thought about it and I was like, let's do it. Wow. Good for you. I went back to, to see them again. It wasn't about the money mm -hmm. because I didn't get paid. So... Okay, I'd love to take life experiences and bring it back to, you know, whoever it might be, Lauren in, I don't know, Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. Do you have a suggestion for people? Like if you want a shot at something, do it unpaid? Like, do you, do you have a theory yeah. behind that? I mean, look at me, for yeah. example. I literally was like, all right, I'm not going to get paid and I know they're getting paid, but this is how I'm going to get my foot back in the door. Yeah, so you got your foot back in the door. Mm -hmm. The following season, did you get paid? Yes. Okay, and it was pretty good payday. I mean, I had to work. Listen, I had to work my way. It was it was more than the dental hygienist salary yes, or a bartender God. salary. Yes. Okay. Or an EMT salary. A hundred percent. Okay. EMTs, so least, I'm so sorry, but they should be paid way more for what they, they do, do. God's work. All right. But this is, I'm trying to imagine myself, mm -hmm. 2012 to mm -hmm. 2018, I'm on a show with these girls and guys. Mm -hmm. They become international superstars in multimillionaires. And then when the show ends, they still have different appearances and cameos and, and showing up at clubs. You're grinding as a bartender. Tell me about like, crazy. tell me about the financial aspect of Angelina in that time and the mental aspect of dealing with your peers that hit the lottery while you're still working for tips as a bartender, crazy. which God bless you, but it's just what you're seeing on the other side, what could have been. I mean, listen, I've always been a hustler. I have to say that about myself. I always made great money being a bartender because I would always flirt with the guys. <laughs> like guys would like always tip me a lot. So I was very blessed in that mm -hmm. aspect. But yes, yeah, seeing them make all that money and then I was not, it, it did hurt a lot, you know, but I have to blame myself because yeah. I left. All right. Tell me about so. <laughs> a financial, maybe a financial low through that journey. So you're, you're living a lot of financial highs now. Mm -hmm. You're having success. But in that journey from 2012 until you get paid again from Jersey Shore, let's say 2019, is there any story that you can come back to as it relates to, I don't know, maybe it's a big bill you got you couldn't afford or a learning lesson you had as it relates to finances? I mean, apartment. I had to get my own apartment. But it was crazy because I was always able to pay my bills and go out and have a social life. But again, it was like I did lose out on all that money. 
But I remember at one point I was in between apartments and I didn't have an apartment to go to. So mm-hmm. my aunt took me in. Okay. So that was like a low. When like me dog, and my yeah. dog Peanut were like homeless <laughs> in my car. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, damn, I hit rock bottom. Like this sucks, you know? And then, yeah, I mean, I hustled. I hustled. I worked a lot on the weekends. I worked on the weekdays and I just tried my best on it. To get an apartment in Staten Island was hard as fuck. Sure, like yeah. anywhere <laughs> to get an apartment. Thank God I own a house now. Like, geez, I don't have to bother with anybody. Yeah. And that was low. That was a big low for me. Uh, Living well, in my car with Peanut. Yeah. That's why I love my dog so much. Cause <laughs> she was like ride or die. Like mommy, yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm here for you. <laughs> Let's go riding around. I don't care. Like, you, you know. Peanut in a car. That's just it. Just trying to with figure it out. With all my shit. Every, and, and, my car was packed out. Like. Unbelievable. Yeah. I have an image in my head. Now you got yeah. a very nice home and you and Peanut are living the dream. Talk yeah. to me about this. You renegotiate your contract. Just tell me how the contract negotiations were different from when Jersey Shore originated. Like at this point, do you have a manager? Do you have an agent? Are you negotiating yourself? Yeah. They didn't pay you the first time you come back. How do you even know where to start? Just walk me through that. So the first time I did this on my own because I knew I wasn't going to get paid. So I didn't need a lawyer for that. The second I hired James Leonard, which also reps Teresa from Housewives. I love him. I've known him for years. He's helped me out in so many ways. He's like family to me. So he negotiated season two and he negotiated season three. Okay. And And so on and so on. He's still my guy. Okay. Can you, and if you can't tell me this, just say pass and I will respect you and the TV world. The question is, do you negotiate a dollar amount per season or do you negotiate a dollar amount per episode? Like how does the- Per episode. Per episode. Okay. Do you guys talk at all about how much each other makes? We're all joined. So you all make the same. Interesting. Okay. I'm I'm going to give you that because I don't think anybody knows that. (laughs) Okay. We'll take a little something, you know? Yeah. I'll I'll give that to you. Okay. And and listen, that's great, right? Yeah. That's amazing. It's amazing. It's called Favor Nation. I don't know. Do you know that? Yes. Yes. So we're all, that's what we are. And then there's also, I mean, a big part of this show is financial transparency. Those transparency about what you make, your team, let's do it. Let's all get renewed and rip it again, right? Yes. Okay. So now you're starting to make some big bucks. You go from bartending to dental hygienist work to grinding in in ambulances, living in your car with peanuts. Now you're making a couple bucks. What is the first like big thing you bought once you got the payday? A house. That was your first big purchase? Yep. That was what I bought. Obviously, I bought it with my ex. And then when we got divorced, we sold it. But the next big thing I bought was this house right now that I'm living in. I bought it by myself. Okay. So now you got your own place. Under my LLC. Okay. Very nice. Okay. We'll talk about that in a second because that's a business move right there. That was a business move. (laughs) But I have to go back to, you'd mentioned it, your divorce, you guys had a home. I just wrote a book about love and money. Talk money to me. Are there any financial lessons that you learned through going through a divorce with someone when it connects love and money? And if so, what would those be? (laughs) I can go for hours about this, okay? Well, give me just a little bit. A prenup is not, it's not ironclad. Okay. Did you have a prenup? I did, but him and his mom disposed of it. So when you say when you say you had a you had a pre- it never it, they he never sent it to my lawyer. Okay, so you put a prenup for him to sign, or he gave you a prenup for you to sign, or was it just it was, a, it was, it was both? Okay, so you both had your own assets. Yeah. You get this prenup, mm-hmm. you execute it. He didn't actually sign it. 
He never sent it in. But he told you he sent it in. Yeah, and then and then the lawyer never reached out to me for a whole year. So I'm thinking I had a prenup the whole time. You think you have a prenup in place and you have nothing in place? Fucking nothing in place. Like I'm like, so now I'm I'm like up shit's creek right now. You also have a lot of issues with mail, I feel like. Like the things get sent and they come back. Like what's up with that? I don't know. But let me tell you the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah. What my divorce lawyer taught me. She's awesome too. Literally mid-marital agreement. Okay. Do you know what that is? Yes. Well, there's that, there's post-nump and there's pre-nump. So you can do a post-nump after you're bigger, married. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. That's better than a prenup. Interesting. Okay. Because a prenup, say I met, like, say we got married. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you can now, you can now contest my, like our prenup and be like, no. But now if I have you sign a mid-marital agreement, yep, yep. a post-nup, is yep. that what you call it? Yeah, post-nup. Kind of, that goes Now that is like, no. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot contest that in court. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had him sign that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And, and plus he works in New York. Okay. So he wasn't able to take my house in Jersey. Interesting. I was like, thank fucking God. <laughs> because he works sanitation. Yeah. And you're not allowed to live in Jersey. Interesting. Okay. Was there any big financial losses that you had to deal with from that divorce that could have been prevented? He tried to sue me for our our wedding money. Okay. And I was like, so corny. Like, <laughs> take the fucking 22 grand, bro. Like, you need it more than me. So did you write him a check or what? I wrote him a check. Like, my lawyer was like, it was it, literally, if you Google this shit right now, it's like, like, he's suing her for the wedding gifts. It's like the wedding gift. Like, what? Yeah. We didn't even fucking last for like two years. Like, yeah. Interesting. And then the wedding was amazing because MTV did that for us. Yeah. And like you paid shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, listen, take the money. Yeah. Sayonara. Yeah. Laser. Good good riddance. Okay. Well, I don't know <laughs> if you can answer this. And if you can't, just hit the pass button. Look at uh, your face. <laughs> It's uh, like, oh my God. I don't know, if Evan's laughing, you know, it's a good one. You no, know, I don't this? give a shit. She's like, funny. All right. Let me ask you this. Did, uh, does, did you get paid for your wedding? Like, does the network pay to do your wedding or is it just you're paid per episode? They get trade outs. Okay. Tell but me more. I obviously filmed four episodes. We had a four episode wedding special. Yeah. So of course I'm going to get paid episodically for that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just wondering, do you get paid any more because it's your wedding? No. Okay, that makes sense. No, so, I didn't. I didn't expect that. Yeah, you know yeah. they did so much for me. Yeah, yeah. I just wish it wasn't wasted on somebody. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not trying to be mean. Yeah. I always want to talk good about exes. Uh-huh. Like I don't want to talk shit. Yeah. But there's been a lot of stuff lately yeah. that has come out, and I can't speak about it. But okay. this, it's just like the double life and things I didn't know about him. And if I would have known that. Yeah. Then there could have been a, another guy that yeah. could have sure. had that beautiful wedding. Totally. Is what I'm trying to say. I see what you're saying. I'm sorry it's that sad. you didn't deal with that. Yeah. But you got through it and then you mm-hmm. bought your own house under an LLC. For someone back home that's saying like, what the hell does she mean? Like, I want to learn business-wise what that means. Explain to people like, why did you buy it under an LLC and what that exactly means for people that don't know? First of all, I didn't want anybody to know where the hell I lived. Mm. And then they found out anyway. <laughs> How do they find that out? I don't know. They like 
they just figured it out. And then there was people. Do people show up to your house? Always. Really? Driving slow on my yeah. ring camera. I'm like, oh, so what did you go out one. and like flick them off? Do you say hi? No, you give them a I, bottle of wine? I'll say hi. Like yeah. I just DJ'd my whole entire development Christmas party. Oh, that's cool. It was fun. All yeah. right. So we, we're all watching out. You're for each friendly other. to the passengers that we walk. We have cops by. driving up and down that shit. Like got we don't play around in that in, in our development. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, we got mafioso <laughs> up in that shit. <laughs> like I'm not kidding. Oh shit. So, but what was I saying? Oh, the yeah. LLC. Okay, LLC. Yeah. The reason why I did that was I was told, God forbid somebody slips on your property. Sure. You're protected. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So it's a liability thing. Correct. Yeah. That makes sense. You get an umbrella policy. Someone's trying to sue you. You're covered. Which you're good. People- Outside of the, the show, are you allowed to sell your name image likeness? Can you do your own branding? Can you start your own businesses? Is there anything that must go back to the show? Anything like that? So you have freedom to do your thing? Uh, if we're going to do like a flyer and stuff, like... What's a flyer? Just like a flyer. Say I'm, I'm DJing somewhere okay, sure. and it says like the Jersey Shore logo. Yeah. They don't really want that. Yeah. Which I understand. Okay. So I have to kind of switch it around. Yeah. But other than that, no. Like... They don't really want me to do other shows on different networks. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I understand yeah. that too. But you did. I did when? The like, challenge, didn't you do, you just did a challenge show. Oh, that was through MTV. Yeah, because that's Sally and Silzano. She owns the Jersey Shore franchise. Okay. So it's All-Star Shore. I did All-Star it with Blake Shore. and Giannina. Blake and Giannina. Yeah. yeah. How'd you do on that show? I think I did so, until I landed in the hospital. I was like, I think I would have won. Yeah. Literally, they were like, you were going to win. Interesting. And the guy wanted me to win. Okay. I think we're going back. Yeah. Because Vinny just did it, actually. Interesting. Yeah, I heard Vinny did it. Yeah, They're, okay. they're pregnant now. Inch- oh, that's, I know. Oh, mom I know. and dad A little shout out to Blake and Giannina. Yeah, I love All them. right, let me ask you this. How do you, well, you're definitely not getting paid the same as everyone else on that show. How we all know that, mm-hmm. right? You're the top dog coming in here from the top reality show. Yeah. How do you know what to negotiate for something like that? For that, it was like the first season. So I just literally was like, whatever. Okay. So but you then Vinny just... made more. Oh, he did? So you <laughs> talk about made... it. Yeah, I talked about it. I'm like, you asshole. You fucking made more. And do you then know how much more or not? I don't know. He won't tell me. <laughs> do you think it was like double? Probably triple. <laughs> like you, and then he didn't have to live in the villa either. I'm like, yeah. thanks fucking a lot. And then he got his phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I had yeah, my yeah, phone yeah. taken from me. Wow. But I loved living with them. So, so don't get me wrong. He had all these little nuances yeah, in little, his contract. He yeah. got to be the star. You had to blend in with I like, was a guinea pig. <laughs> you're a guinea pig with Blake from Bachelor of Paradise. It's, no, Poor but you know what? I Angelina. love them. I was happy to be <laughs> no. with them, really. No, they're great. I, I didn't mind living with them. In the they villa, are great. All know? right, let's do this because I know I can't get any numbers from you, but I know this you could share because it's your personal thing. Suppose you were DJing. It's the first season mm. of Jersey Shore. First season. So you, there's not much, not much like clout there. Someone wants Did to. It, is the season big? Like, is the no, show it's, big yet? Let's go back. It's, fr- it's season one. No, it's season one. Okay. So you know the speed at which it grew. Okay. Season one, it ends. You're DJing and a club wants to hire you to DJ. How much are you charging them after season one? This is 2009, everybody. Mm, five grand. Okay. After season two, how much you charge? Oh, well, that shit went up. 25 grand. 25 grand. <laughs> and I was charging just like ho- hosting. like. Okay. And I was making that. Yeah. That's another thing that was really holding me up financially. Mm-hmm. I forgot to say that. I was doing so many hosting gigs. You were still getting gigs even though you weren't oh on the show anymore. Oh my God. Okay. Making what? Like 25 a clip? they were able to do it and I was able to do ah. it because I wasn't under contract anymore. So you're doing like premiere parties and all that stuff. I was flying stuff. everywhere. Okay. Making everywhere. 10 to 25K. A lot. A clip. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then 
I'm, I'm going to guess like 2016, 2017, it's probably dying down a little bit because the show hasn't come back and they're all off contract so they can go do everything, right? Yeah. Okay. Now we get to 2019. Mm. Angelina, we want to hire her to DJ. Yeah. How much that could cost? So what did I just charge? So you're saying tw- like, so I'm not so, right now or you're saying- We're going to start, we'll go 19, then we'll go to 19. 19? Well, 35 my experience grand? was not, no. We're back down to 10 grand. We're going to go less. We're going to go less. We're going to be humble. Okay. We're going to go 10 grand. Okay, 10 grand. Mm-hmm. Now let's fast forward. You just got renewed to season seven. I want to hire you to DJ. 2023, going in 2024. Mm-hmm. Angelina's popping. She's turned from villain to love. Team Angelina. How much? 35,000. 35,000. All right, guys. Gives you an idea. <laughs> let's talk about this. When you That's think about making. branding, a lot of shows don't make it. There's the old adage in reality TV, you got 15 minutes of fame and it's up. What do you think Jersey Shore and you guys as a group have done to be such a like a branding success? Like Harvard Business Case Study could like, they could analyze this and come up with what? Why is it? What is it? We're in like the history books, like in yeah, social studies are. books in like high schools. It's crazy. So isn't that nuts? Actually, like so American crazy. pop culture, you guys have I know, I love that. broke the blueprint for we so many. We just like things. literally got our our own holiday too in Atlantic City. You have your own holiday. Mm-hmm. Wow, what's it called? It's called Jersey. Jersey. What day mm-hmm. is that? March twenty third. Is that what it seems is? like a very bizarre day. I got a proclamation day. and shit. Like, wow. Yeah, from like the mayor of Atlantic City. It was the best Damn. day ever. Like, look at you now. It was. It was. It's very flattering. It's. It's just. It's just like great to be part of this whole entire thing. Like, but why? What is the it factor? It's just lightning in a bottle. Like I told you, if you were around, you would understand. Like I, if you actually like came and sat down and saw like how we interact with each other yeah and like the storylines like we don't yeah. make this shit up like yeah especially me like i don't have to make up storylines like they just come to me <laughs> like like i don't ask for this shit like i literally take a dna test and it's like bam <laughs> like what true. the fuck like how does that even happen <laughs> to somebody literally I'm she gets divorced laugh, but... mike's like trying to figure out why i'm getting divorced calls my act like, like it's a lot of drama yeah. drama cells right drama cells do we agree on that oh yeah a lot of people. Do want you to agree say, on that? I do, but a lot of people want to say no. Yeah, I see. I don't. I lo- I don't like drama. I hate which it, which is why I'm not good for. No, you love it. But no, I hate it. But <laughs> I love it because of because of the reaper, yes. the success that comes yes. with it. When you were a kid, were you like in this? Like, if there was chaos, were you part of the chaos? No, I was very quiet. Like, did kid. you have like? Did you get detention, suspension? Did you get kicked out of class? No. Were you a troublemaker? Not, no, I was like the quiet person. So you were the quiet one that like just little... went. You just went rogue when the cameras came out. I don't know what I. I don't know what happened, but I went from like just this like quiet girl. Like tomboy, yeah. literally with like the backpack. They used to call me hunchback yeah. because like my backpack was like so heavy. And like, I don't know what happened. I just like blossomed. I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm just going to be who I am. Yeah. And I'm not going to be quiet anymore. Yeah. You just and broke out of the my, show. My like personality just came out out of nowhere. Isn't it interesting when your personality comes out, the dollars, cents, and in career success all followed? Plus manifesting. Yeah. You have to do that. Okay. Tell I me. was watching that, the podcast with the Countess, right? Yeah. I agree with so much. Okay, so what do you agree with about it? I manifest everything in my life. So what do you manifest? I also have like such, I don't know if, you, are you going to think I'm crazy? Like psychic abilities. Okay, interesting. I, it, my grandmother has it. It's like also on the show. Like it's, even Lana could tell you, like literally we had- it's legit? 
No, it's it scares the shit out of her. Like okay. it's things that you'll never even think of. Can I'll, you tell me about my future? Should I do it? I already did it. I told her last night. What What'd you say? You're gonna move to New York. Wow, in the next year? Eight months. Fuck. Interesting. Okay. Anything else I should? I know? see that. Okay. I don't know why. Is that something you're trying to do? I'm talking about it. Why is that? Because of the podcast? Is it because of... I think I've always wanted to live in New York. Mm -hmm. And my career has always been, especially before I went on reality TV, was always like I had to be where the office was. Yeah. Now I don't. But also the career is benefiting, especially with the talent agents we run, mm -hmm. being here. So okay. it's kind of more of like a why not? And two, it would make professional and it would make personal sense. I think I'm happier here. I also want to say stuff off camera <laughs> to you okay. about stuff. Okay. Um, I don't want to say it on camera. Okay. And we'll do, we'll keep it like that. Okay. I'm that, right. I think I'm right with some stuff. Okay. And I think your mind's going to be blown. Interesting. All right. Mm -hmm. Psychic abilities. <laughs> People back home that don't have psychic abilities, but they yeah. want to manifest. What advice would you give them? You have to manifest every day. Like, do you do that? But, but no, I don't. So how? So, you have to, so like, tell. Believe. We're sitting at home. Me, I'm sitting at home, and there's a guy who does the recaps with me. One of my good friends, okay. the Curious Canadian. He's listening to this right now. Give us a couple steps. How do we manifest? What do we okay. do? So I think about what I want. Okay. First, first and foremost. Got it. I want this. Okay. Now you think I have this already. Okay. Say it's, I want my own podcast, yep. right? You have to think that you already have it. And it's literally, it just happens. I'm making it shorter, but yeah. like, there's so much that goes into it. I believe in it. Everything, I manifested that I was going to do this with you. Interesting. Like, I was like, I'm never going to do that. And then all of a sudden I'm like, no, me and him are going to do this like right before the holidays. Did I not say that? And here we are. Huh. Like, so you have to think about, okay, let's take the- How New crazy is that? Because I felt the, bad like, that we didn't do yeah, it Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no worries. But, no, yeah. So let's, let's give me the New York example. So in my head, I say, yeah, I'd like to live in New York. So I tell myself, I live in New York. So even you're, though I don't- You already I'm, live here. So I'm, I'm like kind of lying to myself. No, you're not lying to yourself. You live here. You're, you, you are a resident of New York City, baby. But I'm not. But you are though. See, my little logical fucked up brain's having a tough time connecting the but dots But that's there. why, like, you're not manifesting shit. Mm. Like, you have to literally want what you want and believe you have it already. And Got it's coming. It. Like, okay. God's going to give it to you. Interesting. How about me being on the treadmill? I'm going to go back a little bit. I was like, I want to go back on Jersey Shore. I want to... All of a sudden, I get fucking Sally and Sozano's calling me. She's mm. like, we're doing a reboot. Do you want to be part of it? I'm like, no fucking way. As you're on the treadmill. Yes! Wow. And I get... I'm like, it's happening. It's going to happen. I, I'm, I'm telling myself it's going to happen. And it happened. Damn. All right. There's a little lesson on manifesting. You have to David, tell me to do this. In the recap, we're going to talk about manifesting. We're both going to give it a shot. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you, who do you think from the show has changed the most when it comes to career and finances from Jersey Shore? I would have to say Mike. Okay. At Paulie too, actually. Yeah. Paulie, Paulie is, is killing. killing. The whole DJ game. He's I mean, so in amazing. Vegas, it's insane. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. Love going to his, his gig. Like, have you ever went to one of his, his gigs? Yeah, I have. Did you meet him? Yeah. We went, Sweetheart. I was, uh, actually, David, the guy who does the recap, it was okay. his bachelor party. Oh, okay. Me and David went back, got to meet him. His girlfriend, Cook. right? Oh, and, and Nikki. <laughs> And cook. And cook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They That's were my great. Bro. <laughs> That's your bro? Yeah. So Holy's just a good guy. Okay. Just a great guy all around. Mike with his book right now. 
Yeah. He's torn. He's like killing yeah. it. I mean, look, he really turned something that was so terrible into something amazing right now. So those are some of the people that have done a great job at growing their brand. Who do you think has struggled with growing independent brand away from the show? I would say me because of everything that I've went through. And I really have to focus. I think I know I'm a hustler and okay. I know when I want something, I'm going to get it. But again, all this shit that has transpired over the last three years, yeah. it's really set me back. <laughs> so I would say me. So what's next for you then? the makeup brand that's yep. coming out. Like I'm doing a whole brand, like a whole line now. I'm also going to do my own podcast. Okay, there you go. I'm writing a book. I started writing it myself and I'm going to start interviewing journalists. Okay. It's going to be a really good book. All right. It's going to be about everything. So like, makeup, book, mm-hmm. podcast, all that's coming. Manifesting it. Manifesting it. We're going to see it's that coming. manifesting come. No, you already have it. I already have it. It's already there. That's right. See? I already have it. I already just took a page out of your book. All right, let's That's do this. Awesome. I'm gonna, a couple of rapid fires I'm going to ask you. You tell me who on the cast would be best. Here we go. Who on the cast would you love to start a business with? One person. I would say Nicole. Okay. Who, if you took all their bank accounts and net worth, assets and everything, who do you think is the wealthiest? Paulie. Who, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> who do you think is the worst with their money when it comes to managing it, budgeting, etc.? I love you, Ron, but Jesus, Ron. <laughs> I love you, bro. All right. Who do you think has the best street smarts? I would say me. Okay. And Jenny. And J- Jenny. J-Wow is, she's amazing. J-Wow and Angelina. Mm-hmm. Who would you say has the best book smarts? Actually, I might play dumb, but I'm actually really smart. I've always been really book smart. You're an A student. I always, I, except for math. Okay. I hate math. Can't do Don't numbers. Don't bring that around me. <laughs> All right. Perfect show for you to be on. Who is the most competitive in the group? We all are. Oh, Jesus. It's got to be the one that's the, like, the Michael Vinny. Jordan. I would Vinny say is. Vinny. I wouldn't expect that. Surprised by that. If he doesn't win something, he gets pissed. Interesting. Like, yeah, but Temper he's tantrum. Yeah. All right. And then let's say, <laughs> this is a good one, of Jersey Shore, who do you think is most likely to become the next president? Hmm. Maybe Sammy Sweeter. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm no, Sammy no. for president. Who do you think? If there's one person who has the highest you, Sammy, likelihood. That, listen, Trump wasn't a reality show. So who do you think would have the And then Nicole was on the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, right after. Exactly. I was like, shit. Come on, give me one. Donald. Who do you think would be? I would have to say Mike. He's like the mayor okay. of everywhere. He so goes. Mike. So I would say Mike. Okay. He's good at that shit. All right. Well, this is the last segment we have before we get your trading secret. And it's a little bit from the Money Mafia. They all submitted questions. We're going to do rapid fire. These are direct from the Money Mafia. You ready to go? Okay. You can also say pass if you have to. Does the cast know how much the other cast members make? We all know. Okay. Did you lose a lot in your divorce? No, actually, I was very fortunate to not. Okay. Thank God. (laughs) This is a little personal, but do you plan on freezing your eggs? What does her journey look like? For her, I love her. That's ALV Boom. Want to give her a shout out? I am going to. I have to do it now because I'm going to turn 38 in June. Okay. I want babies. I do. I want two at least or or at least one. Okay. I love that. Do you, does the show pay for your vacations? They do. Okay. Do they get paid for the first two seasons? You guys got paid, correct? The first season we just got paid like working in the t-shirt shop. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) okay this one's a personal one you can definitely hit pass have you hooked up with Vinny? guadagnino of course okay there's your answer (laughs) Kristen dw5 did mtv help you pay for your wedding with chris 
they had trade outs and I'm so blessed. And I thank them so much for that. I mean, I'm just, I, like I said before, I really wish it was just like not wasted. Not, I'm not saying it was wasted, but how do I say it in a better way? Like, I'm sorry to say that. I just wish yeah. it was with somebody I was with now. This is a good one. How do you deal with heat or criticism on the show and on social media? Any suggestions for people back home? Social media, if I see somebody's like really trying to be a troll, I will go back at them. <laughs> You'll just fire right back. But then sometimes I'm just like, they're not even worth it. Like, why even bother? Like, why waste yeah. my energy? Yeah. Why waste our energy on that shit? Like, so just ignore the noise. Ignore it. Okay. Yeah. Someone said, how much of your personality shown on this show is more of an act or just yourself? I don't, I don't switch a light switch on. I am my most authentic self. And I have to say that you, what you see in real life is what you see on TV. Okay. One thing that you regret from the whole show or how you handle conflict? I would have to say leaving twice. Leaving. Yeah. Okay. All right. We got one more. What was the casting process like? I was in a nightclub one night. I remember my me and my boyfriend broke up and my girlfriend's like, you're coming out. I went to a, a place in Brooklyn. I felt a tap on my shoulder. It was this girl. I'm like, oh shit, maybe I'm talking to her boyfriend. But she's like, hey, I'm a casting director. I think you're amazing. So many guys are around you. I think you'd be great for the show. I go in the back. They kicked us out of the back. She gives me her business card. She's like, please come to Manhattan the next day. It winds up being CEG. Remember CEG oh, yeah. talent agent? Yeah. Agency. So I went up there and I saw all these beautiful girls. And back then, I'm not going to lie. I don't look like I look now. Like I've grown into a woman and, you know, you go through that like ugly duckling stage, you know, okay. like yeah. I was 21 years old. Sure. Yeah. I come out. I'm like, there's all these beautiful blonde girls. I'm like, I ain't making this shit. But when I went on camera, I made the camera guy laugh so hard <laughs> that he was like almost about to drop the camera. So, all right, maybe I have a chance. Yeah. And me and Mike... We didn't tell anybody this, but we were kind of in cahoots. Okay. Because I knew Mike Pryor. Gotcha. So every time he would get a call, he's like, did you get the call? You'd be talking through it. Like, did you get a call? And then like, he put a good word in for me. Thanks to Mike. And we made it. Wow. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. What if you didn't go to the bar that night? You ever think about that? I always think about that. Yeah. I'm like, thank God for my like high school friends. Yeah. And also, what were you doing that all the guys were... I always like just rolled with this beautiful group of girls gotcha. and all the guys wanted us. Yeah. Okay. And Brooklyn was the place to go. And there you go. Yeah. And the rest is history. Mm -hmm. All right, Angelina, we got to end with a trading secret. It's been a jam packed episode with a lot of less rights and ups and downs, <laughs> kind of your journey. Yeah. Um, but one trading secret we can't get in a textbook. We can't learn from a professor or get through a TikTok tutorial. We can only get through you, Angelina. Pavarnik, soon to be Conti. What is your trading seat? Just be yourself and just go for it. Like go for whatever you want in life. I feel like life is short. Mm -hmm. We only have one life. Mm -hmm. And my thing is just from now on for me, especially I'm just going to, I'm going to work. Yeah. I'm going to hustle. hustle more than I ever have ever. Gotcha. Well, keep hustling. I think a trading secret I'm going to take <laughs> is maybe embrace the drama. I yeah. usually run from it. Why maybe do you run from it? Maybe embrace it. You should embrace it. It's just like, it, it creates, it feels like it creates unnecessary stress and stress kills. But if you don't let the stress bother you, yeah. and you just take it as like, whatever, yeah. then it would be, it would be fine. Like, all right. just let it just, eh. All right. There's That's a lesson <laughs> on sitting in the chaos, embracing the You're chaos. You're going to be in the chaos. <laughs> and definitely manifesting. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. So more to come. He's not. Here we go. Angelina, thank you so much for being <laughs> on Trading Secrets. Where can people find everything you got going on? 
just Instagram. I'm going to be posting everything coming out. Like I said, I'm writing the book, podcasts. I just love that you have a podcast. I love that you're doing this. Thank you. I look at somebody like you and I'm like, wow, like, you know, you're doing it. You know, I think Vinny's doing it now. Mike did it. And I think a lot of people want to hear what I have to say. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Podcast is coming and you're it's manifesting. It's going to be called, um, hello. What's it going to be called? Um, hello. Hello. That's my saying on the yeah, show. Yeah, I know. Um, hello. So like, that's the best. I don't even know. That's How did that's you come it. up with your name? Trading Secrets? Yeah. I just thought about like, what are we trying to do? Finance, but also it meets pop culture. So in like the world of finance, yeah, trade yeah. a trading secret gives you the inside scoop. I love so that. I'm trying to get the inside scoop from the people as it relates to their finance career track or, you know, getting divorced or having name changes. And now you're going to do love. And so now, that's going to be perfect. You're putting that in there. There you go. Love, money, and all the things. Perfect. Like your book. Like my book. Can't wait to see it. Thank you, Angelina. Thank you for being on Trading Secrets. Thank you. Ding, ding, ding. We are ringing in the bell to the Angelina episode. This was electric. She is just a firecracker. Absolutely hilarious. Has had a lot of different career changes, right? Like you think about missing out on the boom of Jersey Shore and then getting back in. We heard a bunch about some of the numbers behind her career and speculation around what she makes in DJing. But it's safe to say that these Jersey Shore castmates are paying paid very, very well. So David, we're gonna have to talk about that because I actually read an article that they're paid over $100,000 per episode. You think about that. That is a whole lot of money. But David, I know you're a Jersey Shore fan. I mean, even for your bachelor party, we got you in the booth saying what's up in a photo with DJ Polly D. So I'm sure this episode had you fired up as a big win moment for us. Big win moment for, uh, for David 15 years ago, who used to watch this show absolutely religiously. And you know what? Wasn't a fan of Angelina when the show first aired because as she mentioned, she played the villain role and she played it well. Um, but to see her come full circle, make a massive comeback and now be on the podcast talking uh, about her experience uh, to get on the show, I would say a huge win for us. Uh, Jersey Shore in the house. Jersey Shore in the house. And then also, I mean, the premiere is this week, right? So we're thinking timing of Angelina. We're thinking Jersey Shore. And I can tell you this much in the future, we're going to have to bring on DJ Polly D because everything I see out there, and we heard it from Angelina, even Snooki has said it herself. He is the guy that has established the highest net worth of any of them. And I hear it's well over 20 million bucks. Well, Angelina talked a lot about being a hustler and that's kind of her mentality. Uh, DJ Polity is a massive hustler. The guy's a massive fortune, but he works. If you ever look at his tour dates, he's traveling all over the place, DJing all over the place. But just in general, like something to be said before we get into the details of Angelina, Jersey Shore itself, 13 seasons, six is normal Jersey Shore, seven is Jersey Shore family vacation. Is there a bigger wagon of a reality TV show than Jersey Shore, period, is there. I think when you look at the fact that it's the same cast, it's the same people that are showing their lives from A to Z. We're not talking about The Bachelor or new leads and new, new faces. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so. I think, you know, of course, there's Real Housewives and there's Vanderpump and there's other different shows out there. But when you think about the branding of what they've done and then the international uh, offshoots of what this has been, they have changed kind of the entire landscape for not only reality TV, but the monetization, the business aspect of branding. The fact that these individuals 
individuals like Snooki, DJ Polly D, Angelina, they are their own entities. Now, we see that every day, right? Every single day in the creator space. Entities are built on a brand. A brand is built on an individual, but they were the first people to do it. And they were the ones that literally were just the trailblazers for this space. And you think about each of them, how they're so uniquely branded. But what is my one big takeaway? The consistency, man. Like Snooki. Snooki has been the same Snooki for 20 years. DJ Pauly D's hair <laughs> has literally been glued to his head that way since day one. Like when you see them, when you hear their name, you instantly can understand who they are, what they represent, and what their brand is. And I think for anyone back home, no matter what you do, right? Whether you run a restaurant, you're a teacher, whatever it might be, having that consistency so that when people say your name or your business or or your identity, that you instantly have that brand associated with it, there's something to it. Oh, 100%. I, I had a big smile on my face when she said, I'm the same girl on the TV show that you if you meet me in person and I was before the show, and like you mentioned, all of the cast members, when they got casted, got casted in their element. DJ Pauly D got casted when he was DJing an event in Rhode Island. Angelina got casted in a nightclub, um, doing her thing <laughs> in a nightclub. And like she said, they are absolutely lighting in a bottle and authentic authenticity of who they are is what's been so captivating. And like you said, the fact that they're all the same cast still together is truly, truly incredible. But it wasn't always like that for Angelina. And two things that I have to always mention, because when they're themes in our podcast, I just have to bring them to the surface because they can't go unnoticed. We talked last week about Jax Taylor hitting rock bottom and Angelina also mentioning hitting rock bottom, being homeless in her car with her dog, Peanut. And then... um also, the theme of working for free and ending up getting the job, the dream job that you wanted because you worked for free. I just have to bring that up. Um, and is there a way that you can emphasize these things or these traits that you're continuing to see in the business world, in the landscape? These it, sa- it sounds like these aren't dying, uh, dying themes. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, that everyone's just got to take a breather right now and think like whatever you do and how you do it, no matter what it is, like if you're not fucking pumped up about it. If you don't get excited, your heart doesn't skip a beat Mm -hmm. thinking about something in your week as it comes to your professional world. Stop. Stop sitting in the tracks that someone else has created for you. Like, wake up and find a way to get involved with something you love. And there's so many ways to do it. And like we've heard on this podcast a hundred times, we heard it here with Angelina, you could do it for free. But like that thought, the excitement, the, the, the anticipation of like what's coming and when it's coming, it is fucking awesome. David, I'm sitting here now. We're recording this the week before the Super Bowl, getting ready for this. I'm getting packed. I have an itinerary I can't wait for. There are events that I'm getting paid to go to. Like to me, it's a fucking dream. I'm pinching myself and I can't wait. Like I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. And so this is just one moment, but I, I urge people back there. You hear from Angelina, if you need something, a new change, like find what really just like ticks you and just go like it's there it's there just go get it have you worked for free can you give the people an example of something that you did for free that maybe led to something that you're currently reaping the benefits of i mean i think all the time like within my day-to-day basis i'm doing stuff for free like i could think about so many deals that got done because they said hey can you show up here can you do this for us or can you jump on this call and meet this one person or can you xyz where you know typically maybe there's a rate associated with it but you just lead with free because you know that the greater good of what could happen and the excitement from it is more. So 
you know, in our world, it's a little different because it might be, again, just taking a meeting or showing up somewhere or, you know, serving on a panel without a fee or, you know, whatever, doing consulting for free. So it's a little bit different in our space, but you see the long game for it to then potentially back into what could come from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a believer. When I was my first coaching job at coaching at Geneseo, I was a volunteer assistant coach. So I did that for free for three years and got some side jobs to pay the bills. So, uh, and look at us now. Um, one thing that was really interesting is the fact that she went on family vacation for free. And not only is she now getting paid, but she talked about how all the cast members are getting paid the same amount. Um, they negotiate per episode, not per season. She said a term in there, Jay, I just want some clarification favor nation. She says that they're all, they're all favor nation. Um, is that a term in the industry? Uh, but I just needed some clarification on that. So we've talked a little bit about SAG-AFTRA. It's the uh, union. It's the Screen Actors Guild, the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, right? So people in entertainment will want to be associated with this union. We've talked a lot about this, but this is an industry term. So even this is the definition right from uh, their website, David. This is an industry term, which means that you are getting equal contractual treatment to others on the project, billing accommodations, and any other contractual provisions. It's not required by SAG-AFTRA, so it's not required and must be separately negotiated between performer and producer. And I think we, we've learned here, of all the shows that we've had on, for all my TV people and entertainment people, I don't think we've ever had one show where they are in something such as this, right? It doesn't exist really other than this show. So this is the first in which they're all getting paid the same. And what's mind blowing to me is of all shows, like this is where we've seen the biggest separation in brand and value add. So to me, it kind of shocks me that they all go in, right? But hey, that's what they do. It probably helps for, you know, uh, consistency with the show and time deployed and everyone's incentivized. And if those rumors are true, where they're making hundred K per episode plus shit, sign me up. Well, I, I can't think of a more full circle moment than her leaving the show after season one for a guy and then season two because she wasn't getting along with her castmates, having the extreme FOMO that she has in season three, four, five, six, seven aired and, and all these co-stars being international superstars and at the time probably hating them or maybe wishing bad luck, but then she joins them on family vacation all of a sudden because she joins them, all of their successes now become her successes as she gets paid the same amount as them. Pretty incredible. Do you think that the fact that they are on Favor Nation is what has kept this, the same cast altogether? Or do you think if they were up, had to be sharks and negotiate their own contracts that they, you'd see some people come in and out? Yes, I think the disparity, given the value of their brands, would have a huge impact on the ability to bring them all together. Because I think what Angelina said is right. Like, I think they all do need each other. I think the drama needs to exist with each person in there that is stuck in that bottle where the lightning is firing off. So to me, it's an extremely tactful way to say, hey, let's keep the band together. We see how many bands break up because brands within the band, the identity changes, right? I think the way to keep this band together was Favor Nations. And I think it's a brilliant, brilliant move. It was just an interesting episode to learn more about one of the longest lasting trailblazing shows uh, from a business perspective that we have yet to cover. What else you got, David? Well, speaking of first full circle moment, she talked about going on All-Star Shore, another uh, MTV Paramount production. We had Blake and G on. They were on All-Star Shore. That's where they met. Now, I don't know if you remember, but I have it here. Blake made 70K and G made 120K on the same show. So you see their negotiation tactics right there. 
Um, she talked about how she negotiated her rate. That wasn't a favor nation show. She said how Vinny ended up making two or three times more than her with a, sp- a couple of other special perks on it. Do you have a guess? Do you have, do you want to take a stab at what you think Angelina got paid knowing that Blake was 70 and G was 120? I'm going to say it was 150. I think she was paid about 150. Okay. And also I've heard Blake and G talk a little bit about how uh, Angelina just brand wise. She's like, man, when we saw her in front of that camera, she just crushes it. She just makes good TV. And he even said like, she had a little bit of a special treatment. Like she had like nicer rooms and she was taken into certain spots. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was like, it was very evident apparently on that show that Angelina was one of the big stars and one of the stars that was paid well and they saw why that was the case because that girl brings it so she absolutely brings it david anything else before we wrap up yes i can't end without mentioning manifesting was another theme that we've heard a lot that she's big on she says she has psychic abilities jay i got two things for you one i think you you said let's bring it up in the recap we're going to talk about manifesting I'm going to manifest something here. Okay. I thought about it. I'm going to manifest it and I'm going to manifest it in the, not I hope to be, or I want to be, but I am. And then we're going to, we're going to come, you're going to come back to me in a month and see if it happens. So I'm manifesting that my team that I coach the 18 U Bishop Carney selects. We are New York state champions. Wow. I love that. Okay. We are New York state champions and we are going to go to the national championship, which is in Las Vegas, Nevada. So I, we are, I'm not hoping I'm not game planning. I'm not, you are. we are, we're, we're New York state champions. Okay. Have you won the New York state title before two years ago? Okay. Two years ago, you did it. Now, you know what, yeah. David, we're going to come back to that because that's a good correlation to what I'm going to manifest. Let's put something out here and everyone back home. I want you to go to our reviews and maybe we'll read some off in the next episode but put what you're manifesting write it in the review when you write it when you speak it it has a higher likelihood of becoming a reality two years ago we went out and sold some books via book tour we're doing it again this year so we haven't put it together but it's going to be scrap job i'm going to manifest that we have a big tour a successful tour i'm going to manifest that talk money to me becomes a bestseller and i'm going to manifest that it becomes a new york times bestseller but uh, david I can't do that with, I'll put it out there. And here's what I want to put out there right now. If you buy a copy, just go to Amazon, put talk money to me, go buy a copy, send me a receipt to trading secrets at jasontardic.com. I will have a customized, very nice, formal branded letter that I will customize. However you want the note to be in the book and you will be able to, it'll be an adhesive, a very formal adhesive. You could put in the front of the book. I will sign it and customize a message to you. If you do it right now, buy a copy, tell me what you want customized in that inner flap. I will send it to you directly. And that is how we're going to make talk money to me, a bestseller and a New York times bestseller. I love it, David. What else we got? Anything? That's it. We're New York state champions. We have a great successful book tour. We're a New York times bestseller. And, uh, at the end of the day, we're just a couple couple kids back on the mics on the ones and twos trading secrets recap 2024 close the book that's what we got i love it and you know what i'll tell you i just feel like i have actually never come out and said that i want the book to be a new york times bestseller because i know how hard that is especially in the business category and i don't like to let myself down but i will say even just saying it being like okay let's make it a bestseller and a new york times bestseller it has me in my head now believing okay you know what Even if I don't make it, I know I'm going to start doing more to make it happen. I'm going to keep trying. And you guys back home can really help me just buying a copy and it's going to benefit you. So we got a New York state champion coming. We got a best seller, a book tour, all things. You guys go put what you're manifesting in the comments and whole 
Holy shit. It's the only words I have to say. You guys back home, you've asked for numbers. You want numbers. Well, you're going to get them next week with Savannah Chrisley out of Nashville, Tennessee. Another reality star legend that started her career when she was in her teens. You're going to hear how much she made every step of the way. And this is even like, you know, a little true crime meets finance because both of her parents are currently serving time for wire fraud, bank fraud, tax fraud. But you're going to hear her tell her side of the story. That will be an episode of Trading Secrets you can't afford to miss. Thank you for tuning in again. Remember to subscribe, follow, go check us out on YouTube as these videos are just as electric as listening to them. And let's get ready next week for Savannah Christie.